Hey, welcome to the Purposely Derailed podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Marrero Wilson, licensed social worker and author. Here we ride the track with all things mental health and get purposely derailed on the ways Christ is showing up in our lives. So if you think you've got it all together or crying out for grace, tune in with someone who's right there with you and let's get through it together. This is Purposely Derailed. Welcome back, you guys. Oh my goodness, it's been a minute because there's been a lot. Um, you know, I actually, I don't even have anything prepared. I don't have an, an insane amount of time either, but I definitely felt um, a lot of conviction last night as I was sleeping and with a lot of the things that I've been going through uh, this last month or so. Um and the, this message kind of like just came to me about the idea. I know that you guys probably have all heard this um, progression over perfection. But for me, what has been on my heart is uh, progression versus production, right? And how is it that we gauge progress, right? Because that statement, progression um, over perfection, it, it doesn't define what what does progression mean? It just more so speaks to, it doesn't have to be perfect as long as you're making progress. But how do we gauge progress? Is it in production? Because I know that for me, that's one of my biggest challenges, even with this podcast and knowing that initially it did not come together for anything more than just me being obedient to what God, um, I felt God was telling me to do. Uh, and and I somehow still got caught up in this has to this has to you know do something as if though it wasn't already doing anything um, and that was that was my conviction so I took um, some time you know I think I mentioned the last podcast if I didn't um, we had I had my uncle had passed away in October and um, then it was my daughter's birthday on Thanksgiving and that is a whole another testimony in and of itself. So I needed some time. I needed some time. And um, I wasn't faulting myself for needing that. But I found myself feeling really guilty over I'm not being productive, which I'm sure workaholics out there probably have felt that too. And so then I realized really quickly that well, not really quickly. That's a lie. I didn't realize it quickly. It all hit me back to back pretty quickly, but it took time to get here. Right. And I'm sorry, you're going to hear bangles. I'm probably out of breath because I am actually getting ready to go, which is why I don't have a lot of time, but I needed to be obedient and and say this now. Um, Instead of feeling guilty over the fact that I was not being obedient to God in the time that I had taken more. So not that I, not that I wasn't allowed to rest, but I wasn't resting at his, at at his altar. I wasn't resting on his feet the way that I should have. I I wasn't releasing my burdens onto him the way that I should have. Um, Because that takes consistent intention and history of anxiety and depression. Um, Or I should say, history of the enemy getting in the way or trying to distract me has made it more challenging. And so um, here I am. (laughs) And, And it really is just this 
the biggest thing that I wanted to get out is to understand that we're going to make mistakes and that we're going to have moments that we fall and that we're going to have moments of distraction or that we feel like it's okay to to stop something or let go of something. Um, and the reality of the situation is if it's in God's will for our life, it's actually not, um, not okay. You know, and I, I have to give it to Elevation um, Church this morning, the sermon um, that, that Steve was, was Pastor Steve, um, Stephen was putting out there was really about, about not quitting, you know? Um, and I felt that I felt that he, he, if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, I'd say go to YouTube, check out Elevation um, Church. Incredible um, sermon today. What's today? Today is December fourth. It was an incredible message. Um, but at the same time that I was watching that, I was um, also just doing some Bible study because I hadn't been doing that either, you guys. And I, you know, usually the way that I what I go about doing is just as I'm reading. I was finishing up the book of Matthew and I, you know, as I'm reading, I kind of underline the things that stand out to me until like in that reading session. So it could range from like maybe one or two um, scriptures or verses um, and it could, from that to like a whole bunch. Um, and And then I will kind of go through and paraphrase what I feel is like the message that I'm receiving from it because it helps me kind of grasp it. And I don't look for like anything that coincides intentionally. I just kind of highlight whatever speaks to me in that moment. And so um, today I was in Matthew 26 through 28, right? And I started with, I think it was like, yeah, 26, um, Let's see, verses 11 through 12, then verse 24, 28, 31, 52, and then um, chapter 27, verses 17 through 18, 46, and then 20, chapter 28, verses 10, and then 18 through 20. And what I wrote, and I haven't shared, I, I don't share this stuff with anybody, but I feel just very called to share this. Um, and what I pulled from these scriptures, so this is talking about, um, these scriptures speak to when, um, when you know, Jesus was covered with the fragrant oil from the woman and the disciples were like, whoa, what are you doing? That's expensive. Um, and then it goes into his betrayal with Judas and, and kind of just like, this is, this is the person who's going to betray me. And, and, you know, this person should like, it would have been best if this person would have never been born, um, on to what the, during the last supper, when he's explaining that um, the wine is the blood of his new covenant uh, and and so on and so forth. So it's just really like, it's it's kind of the tail end from his um, crucifixion up to when he rises again. And so what I pulled together is this understanding that our sacrifices are nothing in comparison to what Jesus had done, right? What Jesus had, had endured in order for our sins to be forgiven, right? Um, and, at the same time, it's through these sacrifices that we we learn to be obedient through um, to the covenant established with Jesus, right? And the fact that He can recognize these challenges because He was man and God, you know, He He knows what 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 this was like. Because even for Him, He was asking, you know, if if this cup can be taken from me, like you know, He even asked God, like God, what's where are you right now, you know? Um, 
And these things are very human and they tend to be demonized. Like we're not allowed to have these questions or to have these conversations with God. And it's like the complete opposite. And that's what I had forgotten during this time, that I can bring this worry to God. He's not expecting me to be all put together and like the perfect Christian or anything like that. He wants me to bring my burden to him so that I can find rest in him. And I I didn't know what that meant, right? I'm like... I just feel so overwhelmed. I'm so tired. This 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 depressive episode looks different than any other time. Like, I don't really know what to do. How do I show up? How do I show through this? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? And, you know, going back to like, he he recognizes that this is not easy for us to live in his image and, and that we're going to make mistakes along the way. And that's normal. And in order to walk in his image, it's about carrying that that faith through those really dark moments and not acting impulsively off ill emotion, right? And so that one was, that's what really was resonating with me out of like the scriptures that I pulled and the story that they told for me was I can't just act on impulsive emotion. And what it's not that that's what I was doing during this time, more so than I was letting my feelings take over, right? And and one of the things that um, Pastor Stephen said today was, we can't lead through, and in, in, we can't walk in feeling, we have to walk in faith. Um, and I'm sure that you guys have also heard of like, you know, don't walk by sight, walk by faith, um, or walk by faith, not by sight, you know, whatever. And these are all things that, yeah, very pretty that you can say, but it's different when it becomes like your your reality. So when when I'm hearing Pastor Stephen saying, you know, don't be led by feelings, be led by faith, and knowing that I'm having a hard time kind of just engaging in any feelings right now because of everything that had gone on in such a short time in these last two months, um, I didn't realize I was starting to turn away, right? And and. It, it wasn't anything that happened intentionally, but it was because I was living without the intention. Um, I was just kind of letting myself fall into this heavy distraction of of emotion and, and depression. It's not to say we don't have emotions like we do. We, we saw that even, um, you know, Jesus wept and, and, and like emotion is a thing. Uh, but it's what we do with that emotion. And I sit here and I'm like, Stephanie, you are a, a licensed social worker. You do therapy. Like, you know that emotions require validation and that's not a problem. And so you're invalidating your own. So it was a whole thing, right? And then all of that to kind of just come and realize like, yeah, throughout these challenges, you, we're going to have we're going to have moments that we just need to be able to to be that bigger person and not fall into the impulse impulsivity of an emotion or acting on emotion. And this has been since since the start of October for me because there's been so many rapid changes and I, and and I didn't realize that I wasn't I wasn't pri- I, was, I wasn't providing my own validation for all the changes that were happening from like career, um finances, things like that. It was just I was experiencing them but I wasn't living in them, if that makes any sense. And so it all came to a head, right? And, and as we're like re- getting ready to enter the last month of the year, I'm I'm starting to really realize that I, having to fall into, into this heavy trust in him that's going to lead to that greater purpose of, of resurrection of my spirit, you know, my, and, and, and knowing that I have his spirit within me, you know, he, he, he breathed that, that life into me, but it's about how much I allow myself to, to fuel it and to feed it and to nurture it. And those moments that I, I 
start to live without that intention every single day are the darker times. You know, I'm happier and I feel better when I'm the most present in communion with him. Um, and so what, what, what I was struggling with was this lack of motivation to be obedient, not realizing that that lack of motivation was being fueled by heavy emotion that I was not releasing to him. And I was holding on to myself as if though it was my thing to fix when he's provided all resolve. Um, so all of that <laughs> to say, you know, I I had to step back with the things that I'm like, you know, all these plans. I'm a, I'm a very like planning structured kind of person and everything kind of needs to make sense. And I need to know the why's. And I started to realize I was falling into those. And I worked really hard to start kind of relinquishing control of a lot of things. Um, but you know, the enemy will kick you while you're down and say, oh, also, but also look at this, but also look at that. And when I wasn't allowing myself space and communion with him, I was just being mindless in, in the things that I was doing and letting myself kind of soak up all the energy around me and saying, oh, well, you know what, if I'm experiencing this, then it must be true too. And I cancel and I rebuke all of that because absolutely not, you know, I, there is a purpose for my life and there is a promise and a covenant that that we have with God and he is faithful and he always has been and he always will be. So I know that this isn't by any means a long podcast or anything like that. My dog's growling because we got another little chihuahua and he is not very happy. Um, but I just wanted to put this out there and say, it is okay to not be okay. Just take that to him. And one thing that um, I was talking to one of my friends and I came to notice that the entire, so I started reading the book of Matthew um, the, in October, the first week of October. We're now in the in the last week of, um, I mean, the first week of December, two months. Those entire two months have also been the two months that I felt the lowest and just the most mentally depleted and drained. And I'm, <laughs> And it's by no coincidence that it's happening at the same time. Like I'm, I, I open the book of Matthew, which is the direct word of Jesus, and um, and this is where I feel the most challenged and almost the most like, like uh, I'm fighting this this heavy distraction of not finishing reading the book, and it felt heavy. Um, that's that's not a coincidence because there's no coincidence. So I finished the book of Matthew today, and I'm very proud of myself. Um, and I also feel a lot better today. So just lead with that trust and know that everything that happens is with purpose, even if it's doesn't always feel good. You know, I can say that these two months have been very challenging. Um, but I'm looking forward to what 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 the rest of my life obviously has in store. And also what what to expect with this kind of newfound um, faith and this just replenishing of my spirit. So I hope that you guys have a great holiday. Um, I hope you had a great holiday. I definitely do have plans to continue going, obviously, on a weekly basis with this. But I needed to put this out there first because I don't want you guys to think, oh, Stephanie fell off the face of the earth or she gave up or anything like that. No. Um, know that this is very purpose-driven. Um, this is what this is what God is is doing in my life and having me kind of – I'm leaving it in, you guys. I'm leaving my dog growling in. He's not hurting him, I promise. <laughs> He's just not happy. Um, but yeah, I 
I have to be transparent about what God is doing in my life. And I this isn't a podcast about, you know, stati- you know, stats and what I can put out there and what I can do and what I can accomplish. This is like me being very open and honest with you guys about the transformation that's happening in my life and giving you guys the, you know, kind of access to evidence of what he's doing. Um, and I'm looking forward to inviting other people on my podcast to kind of share their same story and see what's rooting them. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to go separate these two. <laughs> I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much for all your support, you guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Purposely Derailed podcast. For more information about me or about my books, Ollie the Calming Elf and Ellie the Meditation Elf, please visit my website at www.beneaththehealing.com. And remember, go out and live the best life that you can as it is in his will.